0: This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.
1: On February 6, 1840, an important document was signed at Waitangi, known as Te Tiriti or Waitangi. This document was a covenant between the many hapū of Aotearoa and the British Crown. It acknowledged the ongoing authority of hapū to govern themselves – Tino rangatiratanga and created a new form of governance, kawanatanga, that granted the crown the right to govern non-Māori. Te Tiriti provides a framework for peaceful coexistence in a rapidly changing world. The story that had led up to this day was one of intrepid journeys, violence, drama, and possibility. While there were instances of respectful cultural exchange and friendship, The assumption of superiority by European colonisers led to actions that created misunderstandings and mamai, hurt, that, for many, continue to this day. These episodes played out featuring a diverse cast of characters whose actions shaped our present day and will continue to reverberate into our future.
0: In 1831, Te Whaka Meninga, known as Confederation of Chiefs, had written to King William IV asking for his help in addressing many challenges Māori were facing as a result of the lawlessness of many Europeans who were living in New Zealand. In response to the letter, the King decided to send a representative in the capacity of British resident, and James Busby was selected for the job. Although born in Scotland, Busby had emigrated to Australia with his family in 1824. While trained as a viticulturist, his interest and subsequent reporting on the political state of New Zealand had earned him a positive reputation with the colonial office. His role would be to represent British authority in New Zealand by protecting English traders and settlers, preventing offences against Māori punishing lawbreakers and apprehending escaped convicts. He carried with him the King's Letter of Reply, outlining the purpose of Busby's presence and his hopes that the settlers and Māori would continue to live in peace. In May 1833, Busby arrived in the Bay of Islands. His wife was to join him there a year later. At a gathering at the Paihia Mission Station... It was explained to the local rangatira that Busby had been sent to them as a kaifakarete, or intermediary between the two peoples. It seemed to Māori that finally the British were taking responsibility for their own subjects. Because he had no legal power, jurisdiction or troops, he would have to work with rangatira to develop ways of ensuring a peaceful existence for all. Busby was further instructed to assist Māori in developing a settled form of government and court system through which crimes might be tried and punished, which he envisaged being in the same format as the British. It did not take long for Busby to realise he was facing an almost impossible task. On the one hand, he was charged with the role of protecting, but on the other hand, he was given no means to enforce this protection. As a civilian... He had no more power than anyone else, and with no police or soldiers to help him, he soon found himself powerless against the escalating problems. All he could really do was act as a mediator in disputes, a task at which he had limited success. Making his life even more difficult was that he barely got paid. His uniform and title were useless, and he was a joke to those he had come to rein in.